Welcome. You're listening to Wedding Venue Business Radio, a podcast for anyone who is thinking about starting or is already a few years deep into their own wedding venue business. Whether your property is on the beach or in the middle of the country or smack dab in the heart of downtown, this show is designed for you. I'm your host, Ami Quirconi. I'm the author of How to Turn Your Rural Property into a Wedding Venue Business, and I have a new business book called The Fearless Woman's Guide to Starting a Business. I'm a business coach, consultant, former wedding venue owner, and I'm here to help you. So if your dream is to be your own boss by hosting one of the best days a family has in their lives on your property, then you're in the right place. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. If you are one of my listeners who likes to binge and listen all at one time, um, you may have noticed it's been a while since I've actually um, uploaded a new episode. Um, For those of you who haven't been following me for a while, a couple of years ago, I actually bought a new property here in the Seattle Everett area. Five acres. um, It's got a house, uh, lots of neat stuff going on on it. And to be honest with you, I've had so much fun working on renovating the house, um, remodeling it, just very minor stuff. But the property actually is this lovely five acres that actually has like a stream on it and a wetland pond. Lots of cool stuff going on. Um, I bought it from an owner who had gotten in trouble because they illegally cleared it because my my cool property actually has native growth protection areas on it. Um, it's a part of a wildlife corridor, uh, really important to the local you know habitat around here. And for many years before I got even into weddings um, and you know lots of the other things, I actually worked uh, for ten years owning a manufacturing company that made recycled content building materials. And I've worked as a sustainable building consultant for some cities and for some private organizations. And so the property is personally a dream for me. Um, I get to spend lots of time doing renovations, restorations. Uh, This last year, I just built a, a nice big shop on the property and I'm getting ready to start with converting the garage to um, a two bedroom apartment so that I actually have a detached accessory dwelling unit. Um, Anyways, so that, of course, cuts into time of creating new content uh, to publish on the podcast. However, I have been coaching and it's been really fun. And so I'm back. I've got, you know, several new episodes I'm going to pump out here uh, pretty shortly so you guys can binge them all again at once. And if you're new, uh, you'll probably not even notice (laughs) that it's taken a few months to get um, a couple of new episodes. But today I I wanted to talk about something that is actually happens very often to um, lots of business owners, not just wedding venue business owners. And that is the problem of overspending and um, and overspending and why we why we end up doing it and what's some of the the theory behind a little bit of it. And I'm not going to bore you with too much of that, but um, I wanted to tackle this one because again, when um, I work with clients straight up, one of the first things I have people do, doesn't matter if you own a wedding venue or not, if we're working together as a client and a coach, we're going to take a look at your money. We're going to take a look at how you're spending because a lot of people come and they're like, I want to make a ton of money or I want to increase my business. And if you don't have a baseline, like if you don't even know like what your cost of running your business is today, we can't even talk about how we're going to grow that Um, because sometimes growth actually ends up happening as a result of just being more disciplined with what you've got right now. So one of the things that it's actually a pretty fascinating concept, and I think all of us have experienced this, and this is something that's called Parkinson's Law. And Parkinson's law is the concept that work expands to fill the time available for its completion. And this this ability or this law actually can be applied to money and overspending. 
And so when we talk about the concept of Parkinson's law, what it's suggesting is that your expenses will expand to consume any amount of money you have available. So have you ever wondered <laughs> why when you get a raise at work, why suddenly you're still, it still feels like you're living paycheck to paycheck? Like for there for a bit, it feels like, oh my gosh, I got all this extra money. But then suddenly you're back into another mode of where it doesn't feel like you have enough. And then now you're waiting for the next raise, right? So what this means is that when you have a larger income, you're more likely to overspend because now you have more money to work with, Parkinson's law. And if you have smaller income, you're more careful with your spending because you have less money to work with, right? And so, for example, you receive that raise, you may be tempted to upgrade your lifestyle, you buy a bigger house, you get a nicer car, you start buying more expensive clothes, maybe you go out to dinner more often, cook less at home, whatever it is. Or let's say we've seen this with people who win the lottery, you get an inheritance, a, a lottery, a bonus, and then you spend it all rather than saving some of it for the future and sticking with your current budget. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is what happens when we're in the wedding venue business and we go from, you know, kind of putting our own money into this to suddenly we're getting these bookings in and the money starts to come in and then we find ourselves uh, falling behind very quickly or feeling like that money is like the lottery. Every check we get is a lottery ticket. Um, and then we spend it all rather than actually sticking to the discipline of a, of a budget. Um, and so let's just kind of tackle into that. One of the reasons it's really important to also address this is that um, a lot of you are starting your wedding venue business or other business, and you have decided that you're not going to earn a salary right out of the gate because you can't afford to pay yourself right away. And that makes sense. That's a very logical first step that a lot of business owners take. Unfortunately, um, many business owners never really break out of that startup phase and they end up using, which I've, I've referred to in the book and both of my books actually, is the leftovers as what you get paid. And, um, and it's appalling <laughs> when I have people break down their numbers and realize that they're paying themselves less than minimum wage, right? And so understanding Parkinson's law can actually help you get to a place in which you're actually going to make money sooner as the owner of your business and you're actually paying yourself a salary. So the concept does, is, again, is suggest that as your expenses expand to consume the money available, but you end up never including in those expenses your own personal salary. So you're trying to manage your cash flow and ensure that you have enough income to cover expenses and pay yourself. And again, that's how you're going to end up staying in your business and how you're going to actually end up you know, having fun with your business and not being burned out. And so one of the ways in order to avoid overspending is establish your budget and stick to it. This means you set limits on how much you can spend in certain categories of your business expenses, like how much are you going to spend on supplies, on your marketing, um, how much you're going to spend on any of your improvements, so that you don't end up exceeding that income level and never leaving yourself anything to pay yourself with, right? You also need to be mindful of generating more income. And one of the things that I talk about with my clients is, is establishing your sales targets, knowing your break-even point, right? This can be done by, um, you know, again, taking your time to understand what do you need to be booking at a minimum and does your pricing match um, and cover your basic expenses so that you can at least break even with that. So if you are not having enough money to pay yourself, then that's probably one of those first exercises. Go back and see what's your break even. And am I booking enough weddings at the price that I have currently? And if not, do I need to adjust my pricing or do I need to increase my sales?
Okay. And the other part that we can avoid overspending is keeping a big picture of what our financial goals are, right? You're trying to maybe pay off the debt that you use to invest in your wedding venue, right? Maybe you're actually using your wedding venue business to pay off the property that you just bought, right? Or maybe you just want to go on more vacations or whatever it is. But when you have a clear goal of what it is that you're really trying to do with your business, then it helps you prioritize where you're going to be spending your money so that you end up either with your fair wage for your salary or you have the money put away for the big goal that you have. Again, property, paying off the loan, the personal loans, whatever it was to get your business started. Okay. Now, how does Parkinson's a law apply to wedding venues and where do we actually start seeing this, right? So first you have um, started to get more bookings and now you're bringing in more cash, right? So you decide now, because you've got this extra money here, you're going to start doing some of those upgrades, those renovations. You're going to buy some more decorations. You're going to do all these things that you think are actually going to make your venue more attractive to clients. Um, You might decide to start throwing more money around at marketing. Go to a couple of those trade shows. You know, Wedding Wire calls you up and they want you to buy like the big ads. And you're like, sure, I'm going to do that. You might decide that you need to hire more staff, add more services, whatever it is. But what you end up doing is as the money flows in, you start finding a way to flow it right back out of your business. But all of those can actually cut into that profit margin, again, leaving you to struggle to get ahead or, again, simply just pay yourself to be able to run your own business. The other thing that can actually happen is as as you book more weddings, and I've seen some venues um, where this actually takes place, you actually don't bother looking at your pricing anymore, right? You've got bookings, you got a steady stream of clients, you don't need to worry about raising your rates or negotiating. But this unfortunately can lead you to being, being severely underpriced, which I've talked about in my book before, which is if you don't spend time looking at it and scrutinizing your numbers every year, you can actually end up leaving a lot of money on the table while your competitors are raising their prices every year or the cost of doing your business goes up, right? Like toilet paper starts going up and suddenly that's eating into your profits because you're not being active with looking at your, at your money. And then the third thing that we can find ourselves uh, kind of getting struggled in and can lead to overspending is that you get busy, right? Your bookings increase, you get busy. So you're finding it really difficult to manage your time. And so you feel like the solution to that isn't to become more disciplined or to break down or spend time planning. You just hire more staff. And people cost a lot of money. Labor is very, very expensive. And I see this actually gobble up lots of businesses, not just wedding venue owners, but I see it in contractor businesses, bakers, you know, anybody who feels like they're so overworked that they need to hire staff. And now they're paying somebody else's salary that they should actually be making themselves. And then it overwhelms them because now they're managing that. And then this can actually end up leading to burnout. Can you imagine hiring more people and actually being more burned out? Yeah, well, that actually happens. And then that's going to get into the way of you being able to to make some really good, sound financial decisions. And so what I usually coach my clients on is that let's avoid falling into this trap of Parkinson's law, right? When the money comes in, it doesn't mean we have more to spend. It means now we start to get disciplined. Now we start to show that we actually have the chops to run this business by not spending the money, by sticking to the plan that we have and making sure that our expenses never are exceeding this income. Okay. And this means we're going to be looking at our pricing strategies and to make sure that the rate makes sense. And we're going to invest in tools that help us work more efficiently rather than hiring out a bunch of people um, that now we have to manage and are going to cost us a lot more money. Right. So an example 
is uh, of, to avoid this is like, if you think that when you get this money in, for example, and you're like, oh, what I need to do is I need to start buying cool stuff. I need to buy these new things that um, I like and to put in my business. I always tell my clients, go back to the market analysis. Before you spend money on your venue, find out what your couples really want in terms of value, right? Oftentimes, they just want good service. They don't need more things. They don't need more tchotchkes out at the property. They don't need different painter or four different styles of chairs to choose from. So you should be mindful of the fact that in the beginning of your business, you broke down a market analysis. You found out what is it the couple's really valuable in venues. And then you want to understand what you're doing. Does it actually meet the needs of that target? Okay. Be mindful of what trends are happening in the industry, changes in design, technology, services. If you can stay on top of that, you might find that you don't need to make any changes to it, or you won't be spending money on things that are unnecessary or amenities that the couples don't actually find tremendous value in, right? They might like that you have it there, but like I tell my clients over and over again, Ultimately, it's probably not the feature that you think that actually uh, has a couple decide to book with you. It has to do with other factors. Is your date available? Are you big enough? Do you actually allow open catering? Things that actually are not, you know, don't cost you extra money to be able to add to it. Okay. And also what you can find is that by staying in touch with what your couple's needs, knowing what's going on in the industry, is that you usually can find that delivering value to your customers, being a great owner who's responsive and answers their emails that helps, uh, you know, maybe take some of the burden off of them in some regard in terms of their planning by, again, having a, you know, readily available information for them. Um, When they want to come out to your open houses and do their planning, you're there to answer their questions. Those things actually can add tremendous value to your business that aren't an expensive upgrade or someplace that you're spending money that you don't actually need it. And in fact, it's that personalized experience, that exceptional customer service that actually delivers that emotional connection to your clients and your couples that really makes the difference and then allows them to go out and sing your praises and help drive more business to your venue. So to avoid overspending, what you need to do is remember to stay focused on your financial goals because when the money starts coming in, it gets tempting to spend it, okay? So you want to focus on increasing your profitability, which is the money you have left over. Invest in future growth only if it actually makes sense, right? And review your finances on a regular basis, like weekly be looking at your numbers, if not daily taking a look at your numbers, right? Become familiar, comfortable, and, uh, you know, and so intimately understanding of what your numbers mean that if somebody were to ask you a question about your finances, you wouldn't actually need to pull up a spreadsheet to understand that. You'd be able to answer it very comfortably. When you become that involved in your finances and you realize that by by doing this, um, you can actually end up being more disciplined in it. You can definitely get ahead of overspending on unnecessary things that aren't going to contribute to the long-term success of your venue business. And be mindful of the fact that Parkinson's law is a real thing. All of us fall into this trap. We can um, tend to just expand. More money comes in, more expenses go out. So in order to be a sustainable business owner, you just got to be aware that that's what our brains do. Okay. Ultimately, the key to overspending is to be mindful of your financial habits, make intentional choices about how you allocate your money, and then you can ensure that your expenses don't expand to consume all of your available income and that you're able to achieve your financial goals over the long term and have a wonderful, sustainable business. 
Thank you for listening to Wedding Venue Business Radio. All of the information talked about in this episode can be found at weddingvenuebiz.com. There you'll also find links to the book, online courses, and a way to contact me if you have any suggestions for the show or are interested in business coaching. Until next time, have a great day.